is Lee with Coda Country, and today I have the pleasure of meeting with this new band. Please forgive me if I fangirl a little bit because they're one of my, my favorite new artists right now. This is Malachi and Logan with the band Lula. How are you guys today? We're good. Thank you so much for having us. We're stoked okay. to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, well, and I tell you, um, for the listeners out there who don't know much about you all, um, one, can you give us a shout out of like your, your social media handle so we can find you and, and that kind of thing? Go ahead with that. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and uh, Spotify and all that. But our handle on Instagram is the band Lula, L-O-U-L-A. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and then I'm just going to give a little brief insight to, to how I how I discovered you all. I happened to be in Nashville. I'm not from there. I'm from Georgia, just like y'all are. And uh, I happened to be in Nashville and I, I stumbled upon a whiskey jam on a random Monday night. And I saw the name Lula on the screen. And I was like, huh, you know, when you go to whiskey jam, you expect there to be pretty stellar acts on the stage. And when you guys came on and, and sang your first note together, I was like, this is a band that everybody needs to know about. So um, I'm really thankful that you guys kind of decided to sit down with me today and, and talk about yourselves because I want to know more and I want everybody else to know more about you too. So, so yeah, of course. And since that Whiskey Jam, I think that was back in May. I know that was maybe your first time. Um, there's been a lot that's been going on. So uh, let's start with talking about how you all got together and formed your band out of Gainesville, Georgia. Let me know a little bit about that first. Yeah. Um, so Malachi and I have known each other since we were about 15. Um, we met through some mutual friends and uh, I actually first saw him singing on a stage. He was singing karaoke um, at some Relay for Life event. And uh, then shortly after, our friend groups kind of meshed together. So we've been friends since we were 15, probably been singing at church since we were maybe 16 or 17. Um, and then our friendship just stayed super strong. Our friend groups are still to this day super strong. And um, we reconnected probably about five years ago. Um, and he just said, hey, we should probably do a cover together sometime. It's super random. Um, he, he was, um, his career was fully in music and mine was in photography. So, um, it was kind of just a random thing for me personally. And, uh, we did a cover together and that led to our community saying, when are you going to have an album? When are y'all going to do a song together? And, um, we just kind of kept, kept hitting on that. And then finally decided to start the band. Malachi might could speak into it a little more cause he kind of remembers the day that he was like, okay, this might should be a band now. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah we, we, we did some uh, collaborations just like on my, my personal YouTube channel, which I think there's, they're actually still up there, but um, we did a cover of Billie Jean and then we did like a version of on the road again. And um, the devil went down to Georgia. And <clears throat> every time we post a video, we would, we would just get like a spike of attention, like, from our community and stuff like that. And just anybody who heard it, they would just have great things to say about us together. And um, I think that's kind of whenever we found the magic of it all. And um, Logan called me one time after, I don't know when it was, it was probably sometime 2020 or 2021. I don't know, but she called me and this was after a video that we recently 
had posted, I think it was Devil Went Down to Georgia, and she was like, somebody wants to, somebody's asking us to play it like this, um, this showcase thing, and it would be like three hours of covers <clears throat> or something like that, and I was like, you know, Logan, like, I've been doing, I've been doing covers for like six years, you know, just paying the bills or whatever, like, I think we have something special, and if you want to do this, like, I think this is our sign to like, let's just, you know, let's do this, you know, <clears throat> and, um, the thing, the joke is I was, whenever that phone call was happening, I was sitting in the public's parking lot. I just got like a box of chicken. It's <laughs> like stuck in my, it's like stuck in my mind. Every time I go to Publix now and get chicken, I think about the, the <laughs> day that the band was kind of, uh, kind of formed. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how it, uh, that's kind of the conception of it. And then after that, we, uh, we, uh, officially debuted in September of, 2022 and just been rocking and rolling since then I'm, yeah september wow that's really not that long ago um because i know like i was saying you played whiskey jam and we'll come back to that in just a second um but then after that you you guys signed a deal with universal music group so that's that's a big deal um tell me about signing and and getting in touch with with that contact and and how that went yeah, so it was it was very unexpected. Um, as he said, we did debut in September with our first song. We um, knew since, like he said, about 2020 that we were going to do this. But um, Malachi was really, really good about being super intentional about how we formed the band because, like I said, he was in music for um, a large portion of his life. And we wanted to be serious about it. We wanted the timing to be right, and we didn't want to rush into anything. So... Uh, we worked really hard to get some photo shoots down and logos, and then we, we debuted. So anyways, September's when we debuted, and then this past May, literally last month, um, it was probably about the end of April, actually. I get a call from Malachi. I was in the L.A. airport, and he said, did you look at our email? And I said, uh, yeah. Who, like, who is that? And he said, that's the vice president of Universal. Like, Universal at Publishing. Universal yeah. Publishing. And I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of wild. And in my mind, I'm like, was it a spam email? Like, is it a joke? I'm not really sure. So we both were just kind of buzzing from that. We received the email. He's really interested in who we are, if we wrote our songs, if we have um, a publisher or a manager, all of the above. And long story short, he asked when our next show was, and it was about four or five days after that email in a parking lot under a tent in Gainesville. And um, he showed up with his whole family, drove five hours to see us under that tent and um, was very interested in us. And uh, the next week we ended up canceling a show that we were doing to go up and, and kind of mm -hmm. take a chance and sing for the staff and uh, just really say thank you to Ron for coming and watching us. And um, we went and sang for him and had a deal offered to us. Uh, pretty much the, the day after. So it was wow. very random and that's, that's how the contact came about. Yeah. So. I mean, that is, that's magical. Honestly, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, it, and I get it, you know, I, after hearing you, I was kind of like, this is, this is something pretty, pretty awesome, pretty impressive. Um, okay. So talking with Ron and uh, getting the deal going, you know, I know that we have heard some of your, your recent releases like Getting Clean, um, the acoustic version that you just put out. Um, My Mama Likes You, which is yeah. super, just such a sweet little cute song. Um, so <laughs> uh, 
I'm excited to hear more new music from you too. And you just, you were just telling me that we have a release coming out um, July 20th and the song is called Gasoline. Uh, could you tell the listeners a little bit more about the, the writing process on that and how that came to be? That one has a funny story, um, I guess. Like we were, um, anytime we ever go to the studio to record something, I always feel the pressure to like, you know, let's let's see if we can beat what we've got so far because we always want to take you know, the best thing to the studio. So every time we head to the studio, I'm always like cramming some writing sessions in. And it was probably four or five days before we were going to uh, Muscle Shoals to record um, our next batch of songs. And um, I wrote the song one morning at my studio, a studio in Georgia, my, or my office, you know, is at my house. And um, yeah, <laughs> it's nice though. It was like it's a full, I mean, it, it I was very, very yeah. nice studio. I'm, I'm, not, very I'm cool. not a producer or anything like that, but I just in my little humble office, I wrote a, I wrote a song um, and sent it to Logan. And I like made a little work tape of it and sent it to Logan, and she liked it. And um, our producer liked it. And like literally four days, four or five days later, like we ended up um, deciding that we wanted to to record that one just because it, uh, it just felt fresh and just felt right. And I think that's whenever you're in the studio that you want to chase the thing that you have the best momentum with. And that was one of the ones we decided to chase. And so we're excited to release it. <coughs> um, uh, coming July 20th is the date on that. Um, and obviously it's, you know, it's going to be available for, you know, pre-save and if you want to, you want to buy it, pre-download and stuff like that. <laughs> of course. Well, and okay, so gasoline, the title, I feel like that uh, that leads to a, I don't know, a lot to be left unsaid there. Tell me, uh, what's what's the song about? It's really it's about kind of just being at your uh, being at the end of your rope, um, and I think we all kind of. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of the the chorus. Um, Yeah, I would say the song's about kind of being at the end of your rope and mm-hmm. like I'm just fighting through it and uh, kind of finding some new uh, some new inspiration to, to keep keep going. Um, I mean, the, the title says you know gasoline, so I mean it's basically like you're you're running out of you're running out of energy. You're at the end of your rope, like you need some, something fresh and. Um, the chorus in the beginning says, break me free from all my sins before I'm sleeping with the dogs again. Cut me loose or cut me clean because I ain't got no more gasoline. So it's like, you know, you're just you're at the end of your rope and you're um, basically like like sending up a sending up a last prayer to, um, to you know, give you some more energy or whatever it is. But Yeah. Wow. That's a really cool chorus, and I can't wait to hear it um, with all the instrumentation and, and y'all's harmonies on it. I'm sure are going to be amazing. So, okay, um, when you when you work in your home studio, um, is that normally something that you both collaborate on? I know you said you sent like a work tape to, to Logan, um, but how much of the writing process is Malachi? How much of the writing process is Logan? How does that work out? I don't really think there's a rhyme or reason to it. I think um, mm-hmm. Logan will write songs. I'll write songs. We're, we'll write songs together. We'll mm-hmm. we'll co-write with another writer or maybe two other writers. Um, mm-hmm. And we're doing a lot more of that these days, uh, signing our deal with uh, Universal Publishing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there's 
I don't know if there's necessarily a rhyme or reason. I think if there's any if there's any formula, it's keeping it fresh and not getting um, kind of uh, accustomed to doing the same thing and getting kind of uh, I don't know. It's kind of like setting our ways with it, or just kind of yeah, letting it go, um, letting it kind of go mundane. But Malachi's been right, and he's very a very humble human being. If you don't already catch that drift, but um, he, he writes a lot, and he wrote a lot before I came into the picture. So he was already a super skilled writer, and I was the type of person who, like I said, I had a different career. Music has been a part of my entire life, but it was something that I just thought would never happen for me. So I was very much a, let me just like write this song that I don't think anybody ever needs to hear because it's probably not good enough for somebody to hear and then just put it away. And now I'm learning to, you know, co-write with people and how to bring good ideas to the table and how to contribute um, to a song. And um, it, it's really a big learning process, songwriting is for me at least. And um, so he, like I said, has been writing for a very long time. And um, I think together we really do have some magic there. And we have found some people that we really love to co-write with. And especially, like you said, with this new journey of having to co-write all the time um, we're just really excited to be able to um, expand how we write and uh, write with new people and um, mm -hmm. I mean it's really brought us out of our box I feel like as a band and we've been able to write songs like Gasoline and we have one that we love Marshall County Man that we wrote with our friend Gary Nichols and this is um, it's been especially a fun process for me to just learn more about being a better songwriter but um, I think to answer more to your question, it's it's a little bit of both. Definitely Malachi's is more seasoned in this for sure. And then I do what I can and we write together a lot and we have co-writes. Um, we have co-writes throughout the week for sure. So we're, we've, we've hit the ground running with that. Well, and that's great that you guys are, are kind of expanding and, and sharing, you know, your songwriting capabilities because you're great at what you do, and, and I love hearing what I've heard so far. Um, now, as far as um, performing in your next couple shows, you were saying that you have some coming up um, in North Georgia, where you're from, near Buford, near Athens. Um, and you talked to me a little bit about another Whiskey Jam appearance. Can you talk to me about how you decided that you wanted to play Whiskey Jam for the first time? Honestly, it kind of came to us, like, we're very, very fortunate to be in that situation, but um, if we were to, if we were to go into all the details about um, how this whole, uh, about how our, our deal with Universal um, came into place, and just front to back, there's just, there's just, the list goes on and on of just these uh, events that have happened that can only be described as, like, either from God, you know, from God or fate or how, you know, however you know, whoever's listening, you know, uh, receives that, but we're, you know, we think that, you know, it was blessings from the Lord and, um, uh, the whiskey jam thing was just a similar thing. Like we, we got involved with universal and our deal was pending and they were like, you know, we want to do whatever we can to give y'all opportunities. <clears throat> and, um, it was literally the day after our first meeting with them. I think mm -hmm. that Ron was, uh, Ron was, um, he just reached out to Whiskey Jam, you know, Ward at Whiskey Jam, and we were just 
so grateful that uh, they just had a spot the next week, mm-hmm. which is wow. which is I think it's pretty uncommon. I guess unless somebody drops out mm-hmm. or something. So it's just another one of those um, fateful events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we um, this the next time that we have a whiskey jams show, which is uh, next week, next Thursday on July the sixth. Um, and that came about through Ward, who he's the founder of, of Whiskey Jam. He actually sent us an email and said, Hey, y'all crushed it last time. We want to have you back. Send us some available dates. And in our minds, we were like, well, let's send them dates through like September or October. I'm sure they're booked up. I'm sure they do this way ahead of time. So I sent him about 20 dates and he wrote back and he said, I don't want to wait. Get, let's do the very first date you have on your list. So we're going to be there next week on Thursday, and um, we're really, really excited for that show. And then after that, we have a show on July 14th um, in Buford, Georgia. We have a show after that at the new Boot Barn Hall in Gainesville on July 20th, our release date for Gasoline. Mm-hmm. And um, you can find a list of our shows on thebandlula.com. We have tickets available there and links there, and we're really excited to be um really pouring back into our, our community and our roots and, and doing several shows there throughout the year. A lot of people, when we moved, were like, oh, I guess we'll never see you in Gainesville again. But that's definitely not the case. We are really excited to continue to play shows there and um, continue to try to sell out some spots around yeah. home as well as being excited for our shows here in Nashville, too. Yeah, that's our, that's yeah. our foundation, you know, and – and we're we're signed with Universal Publishing, so we're officially like songwriters with Universal. Um, but as far as the artist and the the record side of things goes, we're you know we're still independent, and so we're um, we would love to find the right partner when that opportunity comes. Um, but right now, we're still doing everything uh, on the artist side of things, really by ourselves, and so um, we have to we have to lean on our roots, and our our roots and our foundation is built in in North Georgia. And so we have shows in Dahlonega, uh, Athens, um, Buford, Gainesville. Um, and then we, we have a good relationship with Eddie's Attic too in Decatur and Atlanta. So we, um, we're still going to be playing a lot and touring in that area because we want to build it naturally. We want to build real fans, you know, and like, like you. Yeah. Like me. I know. Um, well, and now that I know like your schedule is pretty stacked with Georgia dates, I'm going to try to find a way to get up there and see y'all. Cause I'm from South Georgia. I'm mm-hmm. closer to Florida. Um, but I have got to see you again. Cause like, like Ward said, you, you crushed it and we, <laughs> I want to see more. Like you were just saying with, with finding the right partner to, to work on the, the recording side of things and, and the artist management side of things. I feel like, like you said, uh, things will just come in time when they're supposed to good lord willing you know uh tell me what's your favorite thing about singing to a live audience hmm. you want to go first we might have different opinions you never know yeah, yeah i love um, that I, i'll go first i'll be quick um i think my favorite thing about singing to a live audience is um just the the give and take um I've been in a lot of situations where I'm just like singing in the corner of a bar and there's a lot of give and I'm not like, I'm, I'm giving a lot, but I'm not like maybe receiving a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, you know, you're just sitting there playing covers. You might just be background noise or whatever. Um, but whenever, whenever you do a project like this and you get to write, you know, your own music and play your own music in front of a crowd that is fully engaged and like totally reciprocating that energy 
and you know they're receiving the lyrics and receiving the um, the meaning behind the song and the heart behind the song. Um, whenever you get that energy back, that's pretty that's pretty undes you know undescribable. It's like one of the best feelings for sure. Yeah, I have to definitely agree with that. I would say that is one of my favorite things about playing live. Another is just um, I've really enjoyed seeing people's reaction to us because we are a newer band, and especially with, like Malachi said, I mean, we've had several things that have happened to us that are just kind of unexplainable, and um, I mean, it's definitely like a blessing, and you, you kind of have to look to, to God or... Um, you know, you have to look at it as a blessing because it's really, it's just so, you can't really explain it. And um, I feel like um, watching people's reaction and watching the room expand over time, like from our shows back in September to now mm -hmm. and just seeing the crowd expand. And like our last Whiskey Jam that we played was a great example of one of my favorite things about playing live is we are in a lineup with people who have been in Nashville for a long time people who have that Nashville sound. Um, they have more of that, you know, radio sound and it's awesome and they found their groove and whatever. And then we come in and we're like, hey, you know, we're like this folky American country, maybe a little bluegrass duo. You've like never heard of us. How do you even pronounce the band name? Not sure. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, half these people in the room are probably going to leave because we're starting with a slower song as well. It's not very honky tonk. It's we're starting out with Marshall County Man, which is literally a bluegrass murder ballad. So um, I, I guess it has been just super rewarding. And um, I've been very, very grateful to uh, situations like that where we start playing and the entire room fills up and is quiet. And it's like, how, when do you ever see a room like that just completely like shut up for a song? So um, that has been probably my favorite thing about playing live is seeing people's reaction to us and our art and what we, you know, pour out on paper in the middle of the night is now being sang in front of people who believe in us. And that's really, really important to me. Um, and I think over time, we're just going to keep getting blown away by that concept and rooms expanding and people really um, having a, a beautiful reaction to our art that we hold so closely to us. Wow. And I, I want to, again, thank you so much for sharing your art with, with your audiences, because I, like I said, I was blown away. Um, and you touched on that a little bit with a whiskey jam stage. You have artists who you expect to be good. And then I, seeing you guys just kind of set that bar a little bit higher for me and the whiskey jam experience for sure. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. And I can't wait to see you again. Um, before we go, I don't want to hold you up any longer. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to promote or anything that you want to, or anybody that you'd like to give a shout out to before, uh, before we log off today? I'd love to give a big shout out to Ron Stuvey for sure. I mean, this whole wave that has happened um, was just a, uh, a, a beautiful uh, puzzle and harmony of, um, people all doing their thing together and really none of this would have happened if, if Ron, if Ron Suvi didn't, you know, find us um, online and make that drive and take a chance on us. Um, so big shout out to Ron. Um, I'll say shout out to Dan Hannon as well. Um, he is a good friend of ours, a, a producer and we have, we've touched on it just a little bit, but we have, 
um, a family in Muscle Shoals that Malachi got to know earlier on in his music career and then I've gotten to know through our band. And that's where we um, we make our music. That's our studio. That's um, where our you know, where our music is, is being produced. And um, we have a family of people there who are just extremely talented. Michael Wright, Gary Nichols, Jared Presbys, and Dan Hannon and many more. And Dan gave us a big talking to the night before we drove up to Nashville uh, to meet with Universal. And she gave us some great perspective on the situation because mm -hmm. it's, it's easy to get tunnel vision whenever you're like so locked into your plan. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dan, Dan kind of gave us a mile high perspective and really um, put a fire under under us to to do what we needed to do to um, really uh, take charge on our end. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, Dan's awesome. Yeah, he really he especially for me um, being a newer artist uh, gave me a lot of perspective. And um, like Malachi said, it was just a really really beautiful point of view and he delivered it in a way that did just put a fire under us and I truly don't believe we would have had the confidence um, and maybe maybe we would have but I, I, I think that I gained my confidence to be able to have a real conversation with such a big I, I mean the room that we were in I mean it's the universal staff they're such talented human beings they see talent that's just way beyond what you could imagine every single day so walking into a room like that is like being on shark tank i mean you're like literally <laughs> like my hands are shaking and like i'm trying to like drink water to clear the me being choked up so i don't like sound terrible when i start singing for him so it's a it's a nervous setting and i think dan believes in us um I mean, probably just as much as we believe in us. And um, it was a really, really awesome time to be able to talk to him and him give us that encouragement we needed to go forward and, and seal the deal. So he's somebody I want to give a shout out to as well. Shout out, and shout out to Dan and Ron and all of our people in Muscle Shoals and our friends and family who just believe in us and love on us during this time. Yeah. It's awesome to hear that you have such an amazing support group and you're so grounded in your in your home life and... I can't wait to hear more from you guys. Um, well, with that being said, this is Lee with Coda Country, and you just heard about the band Lula on Coda Country Chats. Have a good day. <laughs>